All right, now we go. I was thinking uh, we can also talk about things that are going to be happening in the week so that we can plan out and edit for the day that thing happens. Super, super, uh, like, on schedule type shit, you know? Such as... The dude, move. get to the timer already, bro. How many times have you done this, dude? Come on. Not enough, apparently. I don't know, like, The Conjuring is coming out or, like, a basketball game. A basketball game. I don't know. You, you have watched a lot of the basketball <laughs> games so far. Or, like, I don't know, like, pol pol uh, uh, political stuff. Maybe not political. Yeah, we should definitely dive into <laughs> that. <laughs> Fed first, dude. Especially because we know a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, people want our perspective, dude. They know they can't know, get it anywhere what, else. That's why they come it's to us, baby. Us. <laughs> On that note, welcome to the podcast. You'll be seeing this soon. Okay, the amount of times we've said that. <laughs> I know, dude. Okay, but this time is This for time real. is for real, for real. And we're also like, yeah. Or at least in this exact in this exact moment, I feel inspired to get it out earlier. Hey, if I have all this shit, I'll get it out by Tuesday. Stamp it. Guaranteed. Dang, that's two days. You said it'd be out by tomorrow. Well, I mean, at least by the... Well, because of the 4K uploading shit, I don't know, because... Mm, that's true. Gotta give it, like, six fucking hours to upload that. At least by Tuesday. Tuesday, May 30th. April Second. 1st. <laughs> <laughs> what comes... June 1st. June? June? This has Jeez. easily been the fastest year of my entire life. I, and it I was feels like twice as fast as any other year. I was thinking about this uh, like this morning. I was like, how are we already lived here for a year? It feels two times faster than last year even. I don't know how, but this shit is fucking flying past. And you guys have been with, with us uh, for half of it. We started this podcast in November or well, maybe been October. been with us for all of 2021. All of 2021. Except that month. But, you know. <laughs> that month. <laughs> yeah, that one month. The Just podcast a little bump in the road. The podcast still feels like it's this new baby thing. Like we're uh, still learning the ropes, even though like we've technically done it for a while. It scares me. It scares me for how I'm going to feel when I'm 40, dude. It'll be like a week and the year's over. This is going to be holiday, 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 fucking New Year's Eve, and then start it over again. No, it's going to be six months of just normal, you know, just everyday life. And then once, like, October hits, then it's holiday, 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 and you're like, shit. Six months, more like two weeks. I forgot they fit everything in two weeks. It feels year. like this year's been two weeks long, dude. It feels like New Year's was a month ago. Not fucking five months ago, you know. We're almost... Six months ago. We're literally pretty much to summer now. The longest day of the year is three weeks away. <laughs> oh, just, that day! It's just disturbing. Summer solstice, baby. I usually mark my calendar. I base my years off of the solstices also. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the lights... It's been light till like, 9.30 now. I, I remember, like, uh, before... Like, daylight savings... For it me, feels daylight like savings yeah. feels like... I don't even know what month that's in, but that feels that's like... a holiday it, by itself. That feels like it was, like, a week ago. And then now, like, the sun's out. Till 9.30 at night. It's the weirdest feeling to look at. It's cool. It's I love it. Up. It's like, It's awesome. 
I love You summer. can go walk around at 8 p.m. I love the sun's summer. not even close to going down. The older I get, because when I was a kid, I used to think that uh, winter was superior. Like, I just liked it better. I thought it was more fun. Dude, summer is so awesome. Well, just being able to walk so outside awesome. in shorts and a t-shirt. And, and then just, like, not think about the weather. You know, yeah. you can just walk out and it's comfortable. And it's like, that's nice. It is nice. And you can get a tan. Get a tan. You know? I don't have one, but... If one chose to to get one, they could. Hell yeah, bro. I'm Shut already. the fuck up. Dude, I'm already super tan, actually, though. I'm uh, one of the tannest guys at my place of work. <laughs> Let me show up there, bro. Put them all to shame. No, bro. I'm trying to get a girl there, bro. If I Coming with your skin tone, I wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> well, I can pull off this yellow shirt. That's why I have to stay away from bright colors for a couple weeks. Until my complexion is able to come in once we start in pool days though i forgot we have a pool in we got a couple pool ins now we do that feels good i just bought a new swimsuit try it on let me see it <laughs> let me see it you never told me about that before the pod dude come on a, i was gonna surprise you but here we are in the pod you know just came up damn bro Remember, speaking of a diarrhea, <laughs> just fucking hit. Dude, it's the worst. It's like not even, it's like a solid, but it's like, it's just a repeated <laughs> feeling. What a segue, man. There was Well, one. I just got the feeling. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> hey, but for real though, hashtag stop the stigma against diarrhea. It's, okay? It happens. Okay. People poop. You should be able to. You know, be in the car with your friends and be like, yo, like, hit the gas station. You're like, why? Just do it. I've got to You know, to you shouldn't go. have to be vague about it and then have everybody think, oh, this guy's got to have diarrhea. No, you should be like, hey, diarrhea. Diarrhea situation. Like, get me somewhere right now. And they are like, okay. Don't make fun of the guy, okay? Yeah, everybody. Don't make fun of the guy. I know that you 20-something girls out there drinking two large Starbucks coffees a day. And eating like a dried up leaf and a bowl of soup or something. I know you're graffitiing the inside of that toilet like three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's not judge on No, people. that's the widespread, dude. <laughs> let's not judge people Damn. when they gotta have some diarrhea. Plus, okay? our demographic with IBS out there, dude. I've met so many people with IBS in like the past week. It's crazy. And it's like, hey. Everybody does it, man. I mean, what they're pretty much saying is I'm going to go home and absolutely war crime a toilet after this. You keep your eyes off me for four minutes, you know where I'm going to go. And it's not to talk about it. Yeah, you know, there's but probably no worse feeling in the world than like when you're 12 years old, back of the car on a long road trip and you got the bubble guts. You're already like, you know, nothing will make <laughs> the you. The what? The bubble guts? Yeah. <laughs> or like rumbles in your tummy? <laughs> Nothing will make you believe in God faster than being in the car and having to shit your brains out. And you're like, can we stop soon? Like, oh, yep, there's a rest area in 30 miles. You're like, like, no, can we stop soon? Soon. Have you ever had to pull off on the side of the road and shit? I don't think I've ever had to, like, have diarrhea on the side of the road. Dude, I've done it twice. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) 
I'm sure that's not a proud moment to be squatting in a ditch fucking Dude, shitting your The most out. recent time was like six months ago. It wasn't that long. Were we living here? Yes, we were. I was driving. Uh, Where were you going? They required you to pull on the side. I, I'm trying to fucking think. I, I was... Oh, I was... I was in Baird for some reason. I was passing Baird. So I must have been... No, it was election day. I was coming back from the election. Oh, I had God, just driven home. home I, had, I had, to, had to drive home to elect. Or to, <laughs> to vote. And then on the way back up, I had to, dude. Fuck it, I had to. I always keep paper towels in my car for that reason. Oh, and to check my oil. But... <laughs> Came in handy, dude. Oh, yeah. Definitely to check the oil for sure. <laughs> check the levels of yeah. something. I don't know. Always got some Kleenex in my car. It's just, not my yeah. proudest moments. It's kind of liberating, though. You feel like, I don't give a shit what you think. Car car passing by. You know what I'm doing. You know they're like, Oof, I don't want to be that guy right now. God damn. I don't even mind about getting on the side of the road. I'm in the other lane. Just <laughs> waving at everybody, dude. You just park your car in the middle of the road and tell them to go around. I put on my sign that says, I'm taking a deuce. <laughs> Please don't honk. It'll scare me. It'll frighten my uh, my internals. I feel like that's such like a, you know, literally every person in the world probably has diarrhea once a week at very minimum. And yet it's just this. You have diarrhea thing. once a week? What is this? Once a day? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> no! You get diarrhea once a week? Probably. What the fuck? That's not normal. Is that not normal? No, that's why I said it's not normal. Like one time a week? You eat some fast food or something and it just doesn't sit well and then it... Oh, but it's just like one very... Out the other it's end. very... It's like one very rough. I don't group. mean like... Yeah, I don't mean like I have to shit five times in that one day. Oh, okay. I just mean like one, one time of them you eat just... something bad. Yeah. Oh, Okay, yeah, maybe like a couple, couple of your shits are fucking yeah. loose, you know. I wouldn't say loosey poopy is. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that means you have diarrhea. I think diarrhea is when you're like, I can't get without a, like, outside of a 30 yard range of a toilet at any moment because you never know when it's going to strike, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like. Because I only get that like twice a year. Yeah, no, I don't have that very often. But I think that. Well, I mean, you know, if you have a fucking liquid shit, it's still diarrhea, you know? Is it? I, yeah, it doesn't... You might not, like, have come down with fucking, like, a stomach virus or something, but... With the rhea? Like, those times, you know, like, you eat, you know, a bad meal at wherever, and then, you know, like, four hours later... When you say bad meal, do you mean, like, it was cooked improperly, or it was just, like, you ordered some shit? And Maybe you ordered... Well, okay. either one, you know, we ordered some... Shit, you go to Taco Bell at midnight and fucking four hours later you wake up sweating and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, thank God the toilet's literally five steps away. And then you just blow your fucking guts out into the toilet and then you're good. See, I never get that from Taco Bell. It's usually like... I don't eat Taco Bell. Mac and cheese of any assortment. But, you know, I mean, feel like people... Nobody wants to talk about that, you know. Nobody wants well, to acknowledge also fucking gross, that, that happens. Mean. Yeah, but every it happens to literally everybody. But nobody wants to talk about having fucking god awful diarrhea. Let's <laughs> let's take the stand right now. Hashtag end the stigma. Stock the stigma, bro. End the stink. And the end the stink on diarrhea. <laughs> let's stop the stench. You should be able to tell your friend, like, oh, I can't come over because I'm having horrible diarrhea. 
then your friends are like, dude, I got a toilet for you. And you're like, no, like, you don't want me there. <laughs> you don't want me to use your toilet. I'll burn a hole straight through that goddamn thing, I swear to God. That'd be impressive. Like that alien from, uh, what's that movie called? Predator. Do you have <laughs> diarrhea? No, but he's fucking acidic and he looks oh. through his spaceship. No, that was Alien. <laughs> I know, that was the joke. Okay. What's the... <laughs> I believe that you were actually serious, though. So. I might have been a little bit, but it was a good cover. I was thinking one. Predator, like, shitting his brains. I was like, I don't think that happened in the movie. <laughs> he just There's a five-minute scene of him having diarrhea. <laughs> He's just fucking... These humans <laughs> don't sit well. <laughs> <laughs> Out there in the jungle, fucking shit his brains out, dude. Think of like <laughs> we've been watching Band of Brothers. Think about like you know, I don't want to think about whatever you're gonna ask. Think me about think over there, about. you get diarrhea, dude. Like you're in the middle of a oh, fucking, dude. They're just going in their pants. You're in I the middle like. of an engagement, and you're like, no, I gotta shit now. Dude, like it's not waiting. Stand up, Cargo. Suppressing fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You guys gotta cover me. <laughs> Dude, you're fucking... It's, you're saying it's a life or death situation, and you're not just gonna... Like, you're gonna take the time to pull your pants down? You're gonna say covering fire so that you lay down a base of fire to protect you while you gotta... Drop trout, dude. Just, just fucking do it in your pants. You're not gonna have time to wipe, but I don't want to just fucking unload in my pants you know, in that situation. Why? And then I got an army crawl 600 yards with fucking diarrhea <laughs> sloshing around. <laughs> sloshing around. <laughs> we need to get off the fucking poop topic. It wasn't supposed to last this long. I just saw the band of brothers. I was like, "Fuck, dude! Somebody had diarrhea every time those guys were fighting." Dude, did you see those the thing those guys were eating? Like, I bet. Yeah, you're probably somebody got killed. You know, got their throat slit, bending over and fucking just spraying <laughs> diarrhea on the ground. <laughs> what a sad that's the way. way to that's talk. the way I want to go, dude. That is humiliating. Go. That's like the peak of humiliation. You get sniped while fucking shitting your guts out. God, that'd be It's awful. either uh, shitting your pants before or after you die, though. I mean... Well, at least if you were dead, you wouldn't know, you know. Then they don't want to move your body because you... Stink. Oh! <laughs> that guy's stinky! This guy shit his pants, Dude. Yeah, yeah. Nobody told me he was going to shit himself. <laughs> Fuck. I had respect for this guy when he was alive, but, bro, come on. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's a rough time, dude. So now that we're done with that, now that we've squashed the stigma about diarrhea, squashed it, <laughs> we absolutely destroyed it. If you've ever had a dog get sick with a stomach virus or something, oh. you know you get intimately familiar with that, that the biological process. That's not the appropriate way to use the word intimate like <laughs> that's, that's, an, that's an inappropriate way to use that word absolutely i've cleaned up liquid pools of dog shit because our dog got sick once i'm so happy for you and that's when i didn't do like, that before where it's literally just you can't even get mad because it's just an animal at that point so it's like why would you get you know grossed out by a human having to do it everybody's fucking doing that shit <laughs> 
Yeah, if I wake up one morning and you're just in the middle of the kitchen with the surrounded by a <laughs> fucking not on the floor. acidic pool, you're just an animal at that point. I can't be mad at you. You walk into any public bathroom at any given time, there's like a thirty percent chance that you hear the sound of somebody having a tough day in the stall. You know, they are having that saving grace moment right there yeah, like, in the stall. Thank God I made it to a toilet. He doesn't even care about how much it sounds. He's just like, oh. <laughs> and you can just hear the relief, not only in the, the sound of his vocal cords, but also in the the other the other things that are vibrating. <laughs> so much relief all around. Honestly, I, I, I can kind of feel a little bit of that relief sitting, just being a part of that, you know? You know, it's a tough, like, when you are just thankful to, like, make it to the Walmart bathroom, you know, when you aren't even thinking, like, this You weren't even gross. going shopping. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't even going to shop at Walmart. You had to sprint. You somehow time. fucking saw the, the, the Super Center. You're, like, pulling into the driveway. Just park in the loading zone. Put it in neutral. You can't even put it in a park. Get out of the way. <laughs> neutral. Car's just rolling. You can't even go back to park it. It's already too you late. You got You're the five time, steps bro. Out. Five steps. You don't have the time for that shit, bro. (laughs) Somebody park. Here's the keys. (laughs) Throw it. The fucking the cart pusher. He just pushes your car into a stall. That'd be clutch. That'd be clutch. I'd give that guy a tip after I was safe. Safe and sound. It's tough, you know. It's a tough life out there. It's tough having a digestive tract. When I was uh, a delivery driver for Jimmy John's, um, French bread, like you've you've had their bread, right? Um, I used to eat that every day, and I had to stop because like that would give it to me the worst, and it would be like bread. Well, when you're eating the for some reason Jimmy John's French bread every day isn't good for you, <laughs> and like it would it's be like word. three times a week where I would just like be driving, and then it was like this weird feeling where it, it didn't feel like I had to poop, but it felt like someone just stabbed me right in the gut, and I'd be like. Oh! And then I'd have to like literally like sprint back to the fucking store. Here's your sandwich. Look, can I use your bathroom? (laughs) I'm not even gonna play around here. Oh, I apologize. You're gonna have to earn this one. I need to make your way. I need to make make my. I'm not gonna leave unless I can use your bathroom. So, (laughs) I'm going to shun your sandwich if I can't shit in your toilet. One time when I was uh, delivering for Domino's, this is pretty irrelevant, but. I delivered to an apartment complex. Well, the whole the whole event was pretty weird. Like the whole delivery was just one of the strange ones, you know, where like multiple strange things are happening. Uh, I delivered to the guy. He opened the door. He was probably four hundred pounds at least, shirtless, and he was Whoa. just wearing like boxers. Hell yeah, dude, I love that. <laughs> just wearing boxers. So I was like, oh. Here's your two large pizzas. I was like, yep, you can just sign the receipt for me. He was like, this ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> I was like, okay. Didn't need to tell me that. Like, I'm just. I bet he uses that line every time. I was time like, I'm too. just saying the rehearsed lines I have in my head. He says I, that to everybody. That dude. really wasn't relevant at all. But That's okay. his daily interaction. He's like, I'll make him laugh. That <laughs> was just kind of weird. And then I was leaving, and there was a guy in like the courtyard of the apartment doing, practicing like a. I think he was flag twirling, you know, like the oh, like baton twirlers. twirlers. Yeah, like he was throwing this thing, like he had this <laughs> practice thing or whatever, and he was flamboyant about it. You know, like he was giving his whole heart into this routine he was practicing, 
and there's a guy sitting in front of his own apartment in a lawn chair, literally <laughs> drinking a beer and staring at this guy <laughs> and laughing out loud. No! <laughs> yeah. Like, he's chuckling to himself, and I'm just walking by with my empty pizza bag, and I was like... Where am I, man? This is weird. That was he was sitting out there, literally like fifty feet away, just staring. Imagine how that guy feels. He's like, like you're sweating. You can't drop it. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. He's gonna laugh at you, and then you you drop it. You're over in this bald white forty year old dude in sunglasses, just sitting there drinking a beer and just (laughs) chuckling to himself. I was like, oh man, this is rough. That's kind of cool though. You can just sit outside and make fun of the guy. <laughs> fucking flag twirling. Not really making fun of him, just like finding him. He's yeah. <clears throat> I would almost feel proud that, you know, that he was decided to watch me. To come out in a lawn chair and just observe <laughs> and laugh to himself. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. we do this and I love it. You know, like that kind of thing. Maybe they did have a symbiotic relationship like that. You know, he'd practice at the same time and that guy would come out and come out and chuckle to himself and they just... They had an understanding. He wouldn't start twirling until he saw, until he heard the lawn chair click, and he's like, "That's <laughs> mine. It's my time to go, baby. I'm time to start twirling." I do miss delivering stuff for that alone. Just the weirdness that can go down while you're doing that. Like, just well, is that the weirdest thing that happened to you while you were a delivery driver? That was definitely one of them. You know, like people answering the door. You know, like borderline naked, not butt naked, but just about. Pretty weird. And it's never someone you would be interested in seeing almost naked. It's always people you would pay money to never see them. But that'll happen. Um, drugs, you know, like like the obvious, you know, sign of like drugs being taken or consumed at the time that you show up. And like, Are you talking about weed? People, like you're going to That or just like other things going on you know or just like people sitting around doing absolutely nothing and like they just all look fucking and you show up with, you're, and, and you're, you're just, just a like, pizza guy yeah. at that point and you're yeah. just like all right like hey and you know they'll tip you four bucks you're like hey that's all right all right the weirdest thing that probably happened to me was i was uh it was like one of the late shifts and so it was like 1 30 a.m or something and i was walking downtown and this guy came out of I don't even know where he came from, but he stopped me and he was like, hey, dude, can I have some money? I was like, bro, I'm working. Like, I, I got to go. Like, I'm got to go somewhere. And he's like, I just got out of prison. I was like, dude, like, I don't know what to I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I don't carry cash on me. And then no shit like this car comes flying down. Like, it's like a 25 mile an hour like thing. I hear like a and then room. And then, like, literally going probably, like, 65 down this area. And then I... He, <laughs> dude, this car's flying, right? He zooms past, and I hear this siren, and it's a loud siren. Oh, this, this siren. But there's this building, so I can't see... I, like, I can't see the cop car yet. So this... this The first car... He's just made it all the way downtown by, at this point. And there's, there's this fucking golf cart. I shit you not. <laughs> a fucking golf cart that was like a, a police golf cart. <laughs> Tailing this guy. Going comically slow. It was hilarious how slow this guy was going. But with like the loudest siren I've ever fucking heard. Trying to chase this guy. And, like, and then he ended up like crashing. Like You, you could hear him like run into like the, some cars. Um, so he ended up catching up to him. Jesus Christ. All while this guy, like, in prison's right next to me. He's like, oh, shit, dude. I was like, <laughs> He's yeah. not even phased. He's just like, hey, 
You got any money now? <laughs> like, How about now? It was, it was weird. It was bizarre. I stopped delivering at nighttime after that. It was fucking... It was weird. Things, they always happen at the same time like that. You know, like, if one weird thing happens, it's always like a string the, of The universe things. just says it's so, and then it's... A string yeah. of weird things starts happening, and you're like, um, okay. Well, this you, is weird. Then you just accept it at that point. You're like, okay. How about the scariest delivery you ever made? <clears throat> like the most... <clears throat> Scared for my life I'd been? Yeah, like the sketchiest, like, delivery you ever made. Because, hmm. I mean, when you deliver <laughs> stuff, like, there's always a, a segment in your training about, like, if something seems wrong, you know, don't stop your car. Like, don't get out of the car. Did they train you that? Yeah, Domino's did. They were like, people will try to rob you. Like, Jesus like Christ. Like, if you show up to a house and it looks dark or, like, empty or they give you weird instructions, like, to drive back behind the property or something, like, just don't do it. Like, we'll never penalize you for just uh, driving back to the store if you feel sketched out. And I was like, okay, that's good to know. Did you ever have, to, ever have to do that? I never drove back. There was one time where I made the delivery where I was like really sketched out. And it was just a, it was a sketchy looking house that was kind of set off in one of the sketchier parts of the town. And, you know, there were dogs, like loud dogs barking in there. I could just hear it. It was just a weird dogs. vibe. And, but I went up to the door and opened it and the smell of weed absolutely rolled out of there. Like nothing else. And I could hear like see pit bulls and cages in there like fucking going nuts damn and dudes just sitting around a couch but they took the pizzas and like gave me a tip <laughs> so I, like, I feel like you're like the bringer of peace at that yeah. point you're like it's just the pizza guy dude let's just get the pizza yeah well you would i mean and then yeah i think that it takes a really scummy person to be like what's rob the, the pizza guy, guy dude yeah that would suck no i can't think of anything like that not where i was like super super scared just because I don't know. I'm like a, I'm not a small dude or like, you know, people like, I don't know. I guess I've never felt that before. No, no like not in, in that job at least. Did you have, did you deliver to like the sketchy parts of town? Not really. Uh, a little bit. There, for like the first half of my job I did, but then I ended up moving stores and then it was like, it, that, that was the downtown store. So I guess there was, when I went to the sketchy parts, it was just like, you know, poor people and it, that's not like sketchy, just kind of like, oh, I guess that's fine. Yeah. It's more just, you know, when you get the vibe of like something might be, something might be up here. When I worked at Red Lobster, there was one time I was scared because <clears throat> uh, I was like friends with like the dishwashers and the cooks and one guy needed to ride home. So I took him home, but he lived in like uh, the sketchy part and I was, he was like, tell me where to go. And I was going to turn down this road. He's like, no, don't turn down that road. I was like. <laughs> Okay, so I kept going. He's like, go around back, go down two, go over three, and then circle back around. I was like, okay. And then uh, he got out of the car. He's like, you don't have to go to my place. Just like stop at this gas station, like this well-lit gas station. He's like, you can just stay here and then I'll go home. And then he gets out of the car and he's like, now leave the exact way we came in. Don't go anywhere else. I was like, oh, bro. I don't remember. I, don't remember. I was like, oh, shit. So I just put my directions in to get home, and I fucking, like, booked it out of there. That was pretty scary. But just because he made me scared. <laughs> I wasn't scared until he was like, don't tread from this path. I was like, oh, shit, bro. <laughs> like, why? Somebody's going to walk out in the street and stop your car? I mean, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. But then he was like, thanks for the ride, bro. <laughs> okay, see you. See you at work. 
Yeah, you got to be willing cool. as a delivery driver to like, well, pretty much, you know, if you're in your car and moving, like you're safe, but you have to be willing not yeah. to stop. Like it's a threat to run somebody over if they were like trying to stop your car, you know. You would fucking run a guy over? If somebody came out in the road and tried to stop me, you know, and I have, like, my delivery thing on top of my car, not a chance. If I was in a sketchy part of town, <laughs> no, I'd just drive, you know. I'd, over the guy? I'd rev that. There's no way he'd stay in the road, you know. I would just believe that he'd get If he's cracked out, there is a way. I bet he'd fucking... He'd be, he'd be, he's like, try me. I don't feel pain at this moment. Dude, I would suck. Running a guy over? I would have, I would have to put my two weeks in. <laughs> I, would. I wouldn't be able to do that <clears throat> there was some like uh i think i saw it on tiktok or something but like a thing somebody was like you know the there's a higher chance that you die delivery driving than there is uh if you're a cop no fucking way <laughs> it was like what? you know so many deaths for like ten thousand delivery drivers or something but jesus christ i never knew was. that i think it was close that's pretty cool like, I like a dangerous job. I mean, I think that really probably the danger comes more from driving all the time, you know, and somebody flying through a stop sign and fucking T-boning you and killing you. Or like fucking uh, bike driving. There's some crazy bike accidents. That would be nuts. There was this guy who was fucked, like he fucked his face up because he was on a bicycle. At your store? Yeah. And he was just like going down this normal ass road and then just gotten like a basic ass car like a bicycle accident or you know he just like fell off his bike but he landed on his face on the sidewalk and he like got like workman's comp for his shit (laughs) like he fucked his face up he had like it was crazy that wouldn't be worth it no it wouldn't that would suck so bad losing your teeth or something for a five dollar job (laughs) (laughs) plus tips you came back from a no tip delivery yeah wreck and break your face break your face Ugh. nah I'm good without that. <laughs> There's something else I was going to say. What was it? I don't know. Guess Why it's gone. Asking me? <clears throat> Guess it's gone. It's like a rhetorical thing. <laughs> Sometimes if you ask it, it comes back. You know, like the universe gives it back to you. But this one is Guess gone. You didn't this it. one's gone forever. I just stretched twice in a row. That's weird. You got any uh, current events going on in your life? Current events. You want to share? We're talking worldwide or are we talking Jake wide? Jake wide. That's pretty wide. <laughs> Jake wide. Hmm. Well, I'm drinking jasmine tea today. Pussy. Because my work schedule <clears throat> has changed from uh, 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty. How do you like that so far? Uh, the scheduling itself, I'm gonna have to get used to. I did feel pretty anxious yesterday because like that feeling of, I have to go to work after this. I haven't had that in like a year. So, um, it is nice to get work out of the way right at the beginning. It is nice, but I think the perks of sleeping in is also nice though. I think the perks of being at my job and like just actually enjoying the place I work probably outweighs it and i'll just you know something i'm just gonna have to get used to um so that's different oh but the point is the reason i said that is because uh i have to go to work after this that's pretty cool but i love the job was it four or five don't remember (laughs) (laughs) don't remember i think it was five but also it might be four (laughs) 
Uh, I think it's four. Or wait. Why even guess? Why literally? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check after this fucking. Interview. I think it was five. Um, could have been four though. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm gonna have to get better at remembering those numbers. Um, that's new. Um, taking another class. Starts. How would you rate today. your first class out of five? Oh, I should have done it sooner. It was because. So it's probably a five out of five. For the record, <laughs> oh, you actually you didn't give it a rank. You actually wanted a rating. My bad. <laughs> I wish I would have done it sooner. Um, the well, no, the class itself could have been better, or like the class experience. Uh, because like the people who also take the class who are supposed to give you like feedback, sometimes it's a hit or miss. But so we're down to like a four out of five. No, Just keep it in suspense. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. he still hasn't answered, <laughs> <laughs> but like. When we when I first dropped out of school, I was like, I'll do everything myself, and you kind of like find like pride and like I did all this myself. But I've seen even in the last month how just like doing it along with an instructor who knows what he's doing, like you just like learn different techniques, and then having deadlines really force you to get shit done. And then it only being for a class like allows you to like be more free with your like oh this doesn't have to be perfect. This is not for me anyways. This is just for a class, you know. But you're also trying to do a good job because you paid money like it's just like creating in a mindset i've never had to create from before which is awesome like it was just yeah i I learned so much it was about a 4.3 out of 5 all around very very worth it um and i'd rather spend money on that those classes than a new microphone actually i've realized so i'm taking another one We'll see how this one goes. <clears throat> Might do three in a row. This one is Ryan Tedder, the singer of One Republic. And what's like the basis of the lesson? Oh, same thing: pop uh, songwriting and production. Um, but they they have different sounds. They'll have different techniques. They'll have different process processes, and then they'll have different things. The things that I loved the most about the class were like the things that because uh, the last one was Charlie Puth. Uh, the things that he would like say to himself while he was while he was like making songs, I realized I was so judgmental of every idea that would like come into my mind before it was even done. And then I would judge it like based on like the first take without like actually putting any effort into it. But he would be like, oh, like I wonder if this sounds good. He would do it in his mind. He's like, oh, maybe let's try it. He'd spend like ten minutes doing it. He's like, oh, I hate that, and then just delete it. And I that would stress me out so much. If I Once that, you do it, you feel the need to include it. I feel like I'm already married to that idea. And I wouldn't allow myself to explore ideas except for like a one take. Hmm, do I like that? And you can't really tell unless you put a little fucking time into it to make it sound good. Make it sound, yeah. And then once it sounds good, then you can judge the melody for what it is based off, like, you know, against the production that you already have. And then you're like, oh, I do like that melody. Or, oh, I don't like it. And then just allowing yourself to be free, like move quickly, but like, yeah. I learned so fucking much and I think I got a lot from it very much worthwhile I think once you reach a certain point and like your knowledge level of what you're doing it just really helps to like deeply see how other people do the same process yeah and then you just get to alter your own a little bit based on the good and bad parts that you find and what they do and that's the thing is if I was a new person 
You just do it exactly I would, like he I would. I would do the exact same thing he would be yeah. doing, right? And now I, I get to see, oh, that's going to work for me, or oh, I'm not going to worry about that. So it's probably all in timing that's supposed to, you know, supposed to happen. So mm-hmm. I'm not. That's the other thing is I. I'm like, my bad, my bad. <laughs> what was that? James Rogers' birthday is tomorrow. Who the fuck is that? I couldn't tell you. Um. Fuck, that blew my train of thought. Uh. You don't want to do it exactly like they do it, but you take the bits and pieces. Oh, no. Um, them doing it. <clears throat> I say I wish I would have done it sooner, but that's just like me saying it was exactly like it was so I, I'm glad I'm doing it basically because I don't actually wish I would have done it sooner because I know how much I got out of it now. I don't think I would have gotten as much out of the class if I took it earlier, you know, might have taken too much away from it. Yeah, exactly. I've, I think that I got about 5% better from that class. You know, it's not like it fucking revolutionized who I am as a musician or. I mean, nothing probably could. Nothing could. But that 5% feel because like you don't get 5% from like many things anymore. You know, like it's like a slow build at this point. 5% feels awesome. Like it's like, oh, God. And then it's just like, you know, it gets excited. You get excited about it again. It's like. Yeah, it was just it's just good. I might do two classes and then. Uh, I guess we'll take it from there and then maybe do more time on making another project or something taking what I've learned or maybe I'll decide I want to keep learning I don't know but it's been awesome that's the other thing that's new for me in Jacob world I think that um, that's the kind of thing I can get from like just reading a, a novel that I think is really good because you know novels are so long and like so deep that you know, you really get immersed in it, and it's like you really get a uh, sense of, like, how they tell the story. And that that's, you know, just, just you know, seeing how somebody else tells a story in general is really valuable to, like, oh, you know, I could do more of this and less of that. Like, you know, it doesn't completely change me as a writer anymore, but it's just really, uh, like, a deeper insight into how other people do it and maybe... A few things that I lack on or a few things that I overdo. And but because it's so long, you know, like if you're like listening to one song, you can't, you know, you don't get better right. as a musician by listening to how one person, you know, makes one song because you songs are study, so yeah. uh, songs are so <laughs> what, fickle anyway or whatever. You know, it's just a one off. You could make one song that blew up that wasn't like anything else you made just because you were trying something different and, you know, you didn't know. You didn't even have a full grasp of it, but because it's so short, you don't have to. But a novel is like, you know, they have to have a grasp on what they're doing. Like, they have to fully understand their own story to create this this piece of, uh, like, literature, art, or whatever. And you get to really dive into that, reading it, and then I'm like, okay, you know. At, like, page 400, I'm like, okay, you know, here's what they did really well, here's what I could do better at, that type of thing. So I feel like, you know, because listening to music is probably just, well, everybody's so different too, but, you know, just books are so long that I feel like each individual book kind of gives me a lesson on its own now as I'm, like, really reading it from a writer's perspective instead of just reading it as a reader. Well, yeah, and writing is different too because you don't have to watch them type to see, yeah. what, you know, what, like, it's just... Once you read the words, you, you know, that's you know, what they wrote. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you need, like, a tutorial on how they did this thing. Or, that's like, true, yeah. you know, like, you don't have to delve into what a lyric means because, like, it's there. You're, I guess you could maybe, like, like 
a forum and be like, what did he mean when he said this chapter? Like what, or like, what is, I don't know. But yeah, most of the time I would, I would assume like just reading. And because it's so long, you know, that it hammers home their yeah. style and all that, that like you just keep hitting those same points. It's like, okay, it really drives it into you. Yeah. Whereas music, it comes down to the knobs that you fucking turn and the levels of whatever that you turn up or down. <laughs> And what else is there? Just, why don't you tell me? <laughs> the, there's you know, there's knobs, there's levels. <laughs> I could write a book about it, so you know. Oh, and, and uh, back to the other thing is, um, and you get to see what you like about their style, and you don't have to copy their style too. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, that that just comes with you having already cemented um, your own style for even if it's not your final style like you can always evolve it and you should be evolving it um but instead of restructuring my entire thing based on what they did it's just adding like a good part that i noticed that they did that i want to do too it's like a boat right it's like the sail is there to use the wind to direct it in the direction that the boat wants to go you know if it's a shitty boat and you just get blown with the wind like you'll make a lot of distance like you'll make a lot of progress but it might not be in the right direction if you build a sturdy boat sturdy foundation then you can use these you know creative um, things that you get to consume and you can use those to go in the direction you want you gotta have the shitty voyages first before you really go you have to you have to make a couple different boats yeah you have to yeah it's hard to make a boat but once you get it Slow and steady, you know. Sometimes you get a good win, sometimes you get shit win, but at least you're going in the year, in the direction you want, you know. That was a sick analogy. <laughs> that was a great analogy. I just made that on the spot too. Nice, dude. Analogy dude, pro here. I'm fucking analogical as fuck. Is that a word? Analogical. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. God, that's embarrassing for you. Analogical. Maybe. <clears throat> what about for you? Any new events for you? <clears throat> I mean... We should get new chairs. I've just decided. These are squeak. You know that... We get like a padded chairs that are still fold-out ones, but they're like a little upgrade. Oh, just a, yeah, just a tiny upgrade, because I still like the idea Full of putting... Full metal ones that aren't... And they have like a pad, but they don't yeah, squeak. They don't squeak. That would be nice. That would be I nice. mean, we can't really have big chairs... I like then I like we need to we need to be able to fold them away anyways and just put them back. But <laughs> literally I fucking move just to itch my calf and it's <laughs> But you know we got the sound damp- dampening, dude. I feel like we've it's time. upgraded. I feel like it's time for new chairs, bro. Maybe a new camera. Definitely new chairs though. Definitely. Maybe a table. Nah, tables tables gotta stay. The table's pretty much table's as good, good as it's gonna get. You know, I don't think in this space, yeah. yeah. Better table's not gonna change anything, but better chairs won't squeak. So yeah, that's a positive. You know, we're out here putting in work for you guys. Okay, we're really, uh, you know, <laughs> we're really doing yeah. our best out here. But God, now I can't stop thinking about the squeak. What else is new with you? Uh, you know, I well, I started writing at work. Uh, yeah, his first Hopefully writing. None job. of my superiors ever see this, because <laughs> I've started just realizing that in my downtime, I can crank out you know a few hundred words every every five minutes, and you know before you know it, that's two thousand. So, I've started writing at work. 
which has definitely been a boon for my productivity. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And, well, the current story I'm writing, I think, has, like, has, like, I'm completely unleashing all, like, the stuff I've learned onto, like, a real expansion. Completely unleashing. (laughs) I'm I'm unleashing. He's reached rider level 5,000. Pretty much. That's badass, dude. Because prior to this, like, I was only writing single character POVs. Because when I wrote my first book in high school, I wrote, I tried to write, you know, like, a big you know, expansive multi-character POV thing. And it was God awful. Like I sucked at doing it, obviously. So then I was like, okay, well I need to make it easier for myself. So then I narrowed it down to like, you know, there's a main character. Everything is from their point of view. Everybody else is, you know, in the story, but I don't get any of their viewpoints or whatever, like their thought processes. And so then, uh, I did that a bunch and I got really good at doing single character POV stories but now, like, this is, you know, after reading East of Eden, it, like, gave me a really firm grasp, I think, on how I wanted to do a multi-POV story. And that, like, then it felt like, only, yeah, literally, though, like, unleashing all the practice I'd had on single-character POVs on a whole cast of characters. And I feel like it's just going insanely well. Like, I'm so into the story, and it's so liberating to be able to jump from characters perspectives to like other people and i feel like i'm i feel like i'm writing the best book i've ever written by a wide margin that's cool that's a good feeling it's a really good feeling and it's just every time i write it's just like damn you know this is it's gonna be long but it's shaping up you know how far in are you uh like forty thousand words like what percentage would you estimate probably <clears throat> 30 to 40%. You've been doing it like for a couple weeks? No, it's been a month. Damn. It'll probably end up being like 150,000 words. If I had to guess, which would be by far the longest book I've ever written. But, or, you know, anywhere from 120,000 to 150,000. But, of course, yeah. I have no idea how. I have no idea how it's because I've never done a book like this. While being an actual, you know, practiced writer. So I don't know how it's going to shape up quite yet, but it's just, it feels really good to write. And I feel like I'm writing the best book I've ever written by a wide margin. So that's awesome. And that that makes it more fun every day to just be like, you know, advance the next part of the plot. But it's like, it's so slow. It feels so much slower when you're getting you know this character's perspective of what happened and then it goes to this character to like sometimes it's the same event but then it moves it a little bit forward you know and then it's three characters that meet up in the same scene to like advance the plot forward so they're getting everybody you know as it goes it's just it's wild you know it's gonna take a lot of rewriting i'm not gonna do it perfectly the first time by any means but it's just uh kind of showing me like what you know the future is gonna look like you know it'll only be more complex as I go, you know, because single character POVs are pretty easy now for me. You know, like writing a book in general is not easy, but I practice it with the most basic form, which is, you know, one person's point of view. Yeah. And now it's just getting more complex and more complex from there. But I'm really enjoy. I think I, you know, I was just ready to hit that point and like try something hard. Well, it sounds like it's, yeah, m- more, uh, like the most brave thing you've ever had to do in like writing it's like well, it's, it's just like a large undertaking 
Yeah, definitely. Well, it's weaving a narrative around, you know, five people's perspectives as opposed to one person, you know, a single line forward and like all the extra characters are involved and whatnot and they affect the story. But when everybody gets to be, you know, the main character for a while, it is a lot harder to weave together. And it's probably a shorter, like, like a shorter story. For like, the single character, yeah. Yeah. It's only every event's just from their perspective, how it changes them. But, you know, everybody's changing in the current one. So, you know, it's like well, the story's about everybody, not just the one person whose perspective it's from. So, I'm sure you get to know your characters a lot better, too. Definitely, yeah. I mean, and that's a definitely a good lesson in writing characters because now I'm having to do it for five people instead of just one in one story. So, like, they all have to flesh out in a meaningful way. I doubt you could have, or could you write every book like this, or is it like you could undertake this one and then go back to writing a couple easy ones and then go back and? Uh, honestly, that I don't know. I won't know till probably till I get it done and see. That how just it seems feels. like so exhausting. Like you have to keep track of so many things. It sounds exhausting. It's definitely way more intensive work than I've done before because it's just. You know, yeah, keeping track of everybody. Nobody can have too little time in the main, you know, on the limelight and nobody can have too much because I, or well, it could be, well, it's just a matter of deciding how you want it to be, you know, how you want yeah. it to read and how you want the characters to be like, there's probably five major characters and then a few minor ones, I would say, but that's a huge undertaking compared to what I was doing before. And I won't do it. Yeah. I won't do it right the first time, but you know, it's just cutting my teeth on like big, expansive stories now, and it feels—it's really fun for me right now. So it, that's it, the it, best part. I am envisioning like like a single, uh, a single POV story as like like a single like you like you get to know that one song pretty intimately, but then like a multi P, uh, point of view novel as like you have a bunch of different songs to keep track of. It'd be, it'd be like. Could you? Could I just make an album and then turn around and then just make another album right away? That's what it seems like this five-person story is, but I, I'm not a writer, so I guess it's I... It's probably know. not as intensive as, like, a whole album's worth of songs, but, like, maybe more like an EP for every major character and, you know, then two or three songs for the minor ones, like, the, to flesh them out, like, to flesh out their whole story. But... You know, they need to be a cohesive So is it, is it five main characters and then there's other smaller characters on top of that? Or there's one main character and then four? No, there's not one main character. I just call them, I just settle on calling them major and minor characters. So like five but, major characters okay. who are all pretty much the main characters. And then, you know, a few, a handful of minor ones that, you know, get involved a lot, but they don't have like a whole narrative built around their story. Is that? Can you talk about what the story is about, or probably not? I mean, well, it's pretty much like this evil thing appears in this town, and it's pr pretty much you know the the major characters all encountering it on their own. It's called Devil in the Woods, so it's about all the major you know like the I'm still in the whole you know the major characters all encounter it individually. 
and I'm only on like the third one. But then other thing, you know, it'll start affecting other things and like it'll all, you know, come together like, you know, one character is a fall from grace, like fall from grace to pretty much dark side type thing. And, you know, it'll just be the whole, you know, them turning against everybody else and all that type of thing. So 30% of the way through and <laughs> yeah. then you guys can catch it on Amazon books. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try to publish uh, Summer of Man before that though, because that one is getting edited. Yeah, I'm sending it like right tomorrow. Now. Okay, I was there right for, now, right? For it to get professionally edited, and, and that's a single character POE, so it's like one of the. But I think that's like the the pinnacle of my, you know, single character books, is that, and then it'll be the Wonderful Machine. But I have to rewrite that, and that'll probably be a two-character point of view. Like, two of them have, you know, like, the, the story centered around two people. But then this one's, like, five. And then Murder House Trilogy is... Kind of just on hold. On hold. If it comes... I don't know. I haven't, Yeah, I don't know. It's just on, on pause at the moment. Now, that was kind of, like, my... You know, it was just practice for self-publishing one, and... Just writing, you know, like a series of books too, to like, you know, a, a narrative that goes across multiple books that still holds up, which I think I did. I think that was beneficial. The most beneficial thing was writing multiple books that have their own stories while also having like an overall, you know, overall story that goes across books because they have to be interesting by themselves without yep. just being like, oh, here's the cliffhanger that leads into the next book. You know, it has to be has to resolve so in itself and then still have the overarching story arc but yeah I think that's what it's gonna god be. fucking everything takes so long everything that's yeah. worthwhile it just takes so fucking much time literally the better I get at doing it the more it, the more time it takes cause it's just like I know how to finely tune the little individual parts but that just takes up so much time would you ever uh, up your word count I mean, like, the current book is going to end up... No, I mean, like, uh, sorry, per day. Oh, I, maybe, you know, but not by much, because I think... I think that the more words, like, I force myself to do, the more it would end up just being, you know... I would just churn out, you know, the extra thousand words, and they wouldn't be that meaningful to the story. And I might end up having to retcon some of what was in there, or delete it and rewrite part of it just because you know i i can only it's like i advance the plot in my head a certain distance and then i know what i'm gonna write but if i tried to advance it too far and didn't have like that extra time to like marinate on what was gonna happen that then it would be you know overstepping and then i'd have to step back and then rewrite that yeah. part because i went too far and it wasn't actually where it just where it was supposed to be so Maybe a little, you know, 2,000 words I think would probably be my max because, you know, if I had a day where I just cranked out 4,000 words, I don't think that there's a very high chance that it would all be high quality, like... Unless you're really feeling it or something. Yeah, unless I was just really feeling yeah, the narrative in that day where I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen and I want to write out this, this, and this. But otherwise, you know, it's like the next day, then I think of the next thing that could happen. It's like, oh, well, it could have happened a thousand words before what I started writing. So, yeah. 
That's about where I'm at. So that's new in Jason's world. Let us know what's new in your guys' world. What's new in the uh, in the world of viewer? Viewer number one and viewer number two. What's up with you guys? Tell us about it. Let us know in the comments. Tell your parents to let us know how their day was. And their week. We'll be checking comments on Tuesday, June Because this 1st. is coming out soon. Tuesday, June 1st, we will be... Uh, Checking comments. And the future, hopefully, will be, you know, more current stuff. We didn't really have anything on deck for this, but this is kind of the trial run of an instant turnaround. Instant turnaround and maybe doing some, like, research throughout the week about, like, what's new and shit, like, what's popping. What we can comment to milk for views. Absolutely. <laughs> what we can, Absolutely. We're trying what to we can explain. offer our views on, so... What we can do to blow the fuck up. That's exactly. We're desperate for attention at this point, so. Always. That's nothing new. And this drum rack doesn't even fucking. <laughs> don't even have to use it anymore. That's all right, though. We don't need it. I feel like this was going. I think so. It was a good talk. Hopefully, the audio quality sounded better for you guys. Let us know how it did. Um. Yeah. You'll be seeing it on Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Late. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Okay. No Hate Wonders podcast on YouTube. There will be an older episode coming out sometime in there too because, well, we were just sitting on yeah, it. Yeah, we were sitting on it. We had a little bit of issue with the uploading of the, of the yeah. video, but I think, we're, I think we got Apple it. Apple has defeated me multiple times in the last week. So I think, we're gonna, I think we got it figured out finally. But yeah, No Hate Wonders pod. TikTok, Instagram. Hit us up. Blow those views up. Blow it up, baby. Hashtag blow this up. Hashtag blow us. <laughs> Hashtag blow. Alright, adios amigos. <laughs>